This is Matt. And this is Seth. And welcome to The, the Heretic, Heretic House. Here we like to talk about spiritual topics and what we think about them. And hopefully we can help you come up with some of your own thoughts and ideas. Hey, and welcome to today's edition of Heretic House. Today we're talking about love is not rude, it is not self-seeking. So, Seth, let me start with you. What does it mean to be rude? Well, I think you know much more about this topic than I am. You know how to be rude. (laughs) (laughs) How rude? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was kind of rude of me, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I I, I know something about this. Uh, so yeah, rude. Uh, I'd say that it's any time that you that you say something to another person that um, is is kind of is kind of mean, yeah. and um, it's not thinking of that other person. Yeah, inconsiderate. Inconsiderate. Yeah. yeah, you're not you're not thinking about that person's uh, feelings. You're. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, I think, uh, well, we're going to be talking about not being self-seeking, but it is really the opposite of that, that you are actually, or not the opposite of not, so it's, it's the opposite of, um, of looking for, toward, for others who are actually only thinking of ourselves in that moment and being mm-hmm. rude and not caring about what, I, I think I like that and not caring about what the other person thinks. Yeah. That's interesting. Love is not rude. It is not self-seeking. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about God. And like as I've been thinking about all of these love is and love is not things, it makes me think about God because in First John it says God is love. So here we have this great passage that's telling us exactly what love is and isn't. In a sense, telling us who God is and who God isn't. And when I think about rude and self-seeking, I think about a theology that says a creator made all of this so that you could worship it. Mm. Yeah. That seems self-seeking. Mm-hmm. It does. Is that is that heretical of me to think that way? Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Have you ever seen the show Phineas and Ferb? Phineas and Ferb. Oh, I've seen it just... A few times, maybe. Oh, okay. I just, I, I said, yes, yes, it is. It, oh. um, they always, they're just kids, and then they're always ordering these things to build, build things, and, and then they ask, hey, aren't you too young to be building this? And they say, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and the, they're always like, oh, well, uh, it's a good thing to see that the youth are taking an uh, interest in this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me think of that. Oh. Uh, way off topic. That's okay. Um, but so... So we were talking about being rude. Oh, and then, yeah, okay, so God is not self-seeking, or we see it as he's not, uh, he didn't create all of us just for his glory, for his no. His worship. Hmm, is that heretical? Okay. Mm. Because, yeah. you know, there there's a theology that says the chief end of man is to enjoy God and glorify him forever. And I'm like, all right, cool. I get the enjoy God. The glorifying, I, I get it, if it is in a love relationship glorifying. In other words, 
you know, God, I'm drawn to you and you're drawn to me and we love spending time together and I'm glorifying you in that way. I'm, I'm honoring you and I'm cherishing you as opposed to, oh, great reverent God who is so different and far from us. We give you honor and glory and praise. It, do you see the, the feel mm. feels different to me? Yeah, it, I, I see what you're saying. And um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. I just, for me, I don't know that I would feel comfortable requiring worship from other people. Mm. I, I don't feel like that would be loving of me. Well, it brings me back to the Garden of Eden where what was the serpent's, what was that the devil telling us humans he was telling us eat this and you'll be like god when we already were and god was <laughs> yeah, god was communing with us he was already he was he just made that separation from us from from god exactly which god already made us in his image after his likeness after his likeness just like him yeah yeah the apple doesn't fall far from the tree that's what they say mm. so. yeah so Boy, that was rude of that snake. That uh, was. That, <laughs> that snake considered itself first because um, if you take the story, right, the snake mm -hmm. being representative of the fallen one, Lucifer, right, um, who said of himself that I will arise and set my throne above the throne of the Most High. In other words, I am not going to be equal to God. I'm going to be greater than God, the creator, the source who made me. Uh, that serpent was seeking its own glory. Mm. And that serpent knew the only way for it to be greater than God is to require something of man so that man would elevate it. Mm -hmm. And what did the serpent require? Accountability for your actions. <laughs> when you haven't even done any actions that were wrong, but I'm telling you they were wrong. And now you're going to eat this tree that you don't need to eat. You don't need to know the difference between good and evil. You just need to live the way you were made. But here, eat, eat this knowledge of good and evil, and you will know how to judge rightly among yourselves. Hmm. And all of a sudden, we're comparing ourselves to others. And we're, we're covering up our true identity because we don't want to be judged by others. Mm -hmm. And we're afraid that is not perfect love. That's a lie. Mm. Uh, I don't know. That serpent, I'm telling you. Yeah, very self-seeking. Very self-seeking. Yeah. Well. Uh, rude. Yeah, rude. Oh, yeah, we're talking about rude. rude. But, uh, yeah, actually, one of the things I I was thinking, what, what even reason do we have to be rude? Uh, I think there is, uh, a chemical release when you do the wrong thing. It, it does mm -hmm. something to us that should keep us from it, but is exhilarating. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That, does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see that being part of it. Um, when I, I, I think we're, the reason we're, we might be rude to somebody. I th I think it just boils down to what we were saying that we're not thinking of the other person. We're 
only thinking of ourselves, self-seeking, there it is again. And like if you cut in line, you're not thinking of the people that are behind you. No. You're you're just thinking, I want to, I want to, I want to get ahead. I want to get ahead. And it really kind of puts yourself uh, as more important than the other person. Yeah. So I think that that's probably being rude has that, has that element of just feeling better than somebody else. Like I deserve this more than you. That, that almost goes back to the boastful and arrogant, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm more important than you. Like, so get out of my way. Yeah. So a big theme I think we see in this in this love chapter is that is uh, humility, which mm. um, which uh, that that seems to be if if you're not putting yourself uh, above somebody else, then you're more likely going to be loving that person. Mm. I just, wh- when you said humility, it reminded me of Micah 6, 8. What is God required of you, O man, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly mm. with your God? Mm-hmm. Like, if God had any requirement, that's it. Like, you know, be nice. <laughs> be yeah. a good neighbor. Love one another. Uh, it's pretty simple, mm. you know? Yeah, another another part of being rude. I was looking up the definition. So the first one is pretty obvious. It's just uh, it's actually both of them are really are. But the first one is just um, oh, I should have brought it up. But it's just being not being considerate of others and 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 uh, you know thinking of yourself. But the second one is just being abrupt or or startling. Mm. Startling. Oh, yeah. So do you th- I wonder if there's some of that in this, the m- some meaning of that in this passage, like love is rude not and self-seeking. So we all have our own little world that we live in, right? Like, where is the kingdom of heaven? It's not found without. It's found within. Mm-hmm. And this is how we enter into the kingdom. This is how we live our life. This is how we do our thing. This is where we are, in essence, the center, right? Mm-hmm. is when we're in our own little world doing our own little thing with God. But we don't always live there. You know, we are not. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. And so when we are interacting with another person, we got to remember but there, there are two worlds happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Right? And they can be united and they can be one world or they can be divided and be two worlds. And for me to come into your world unannounced and suddenly mm. and interrupt what was going on in your world is not very kind of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is rude. You know, yeah. that's not thinking about the importance of your world and what's going on inside of uh, your temple, inside of the kingdom of God that's happening in you when you're fellowshipping uh, with with the Most High, with the mm. Source, uh, with the Most Humble of the Most High, the one who. Uh, made all of this from itself mm-hmm. for you. You get to spend time with that one. And for me to just jump in there unannounced. Just abruptly. <laughs> abruptly. I have no idea what I'm interrupting. Yeah, It's kind of like jumping in on a conversation between two people uh, without being invited and stopping it immediately without a just reason. 
Mm. You know, there are appropriate times to interrupt someone's world. <laughs> uh, watch out for this car. It's coming off the road. I need to pull you to the side so you don't get hit. Mm. Uh, be rude. <laughs> get out of the way. You're about to get hurt. Um, then there are times where that is just, it's just not, and that's not rude. You're, you're actually seeking their safety first in that situation. But mm. to be rude is not, is not to put them first. And again, the scripture says um, that we are to consider all others as greater than ourselves. You mm-hmm. know, that's what God has done. God has considered all of us greater than itself. Mm. I'm sorry, like if that crushes your theology, but that's how I see it. Yeah. You know, prove me wrong. Yeah, where do we ever see God being rude anyways? We don't. I mean, self-seeking. I mean, it was kind of rude to tell people to walk around a wall until they fall down (laughs) so that you could, you know, I don't know. Maybe that was too far. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, and, uh, now one thing I'm thinking here is I think sometimes I think we give license for some people to be rude. Mm. Like, um, maybe we put somebody at a very important position and we put them in higher than maybe they should be, or maybe, maybe they should, they they have the right to be that like that. And, and if they're being rude to, to somebody, they, we, we give them a pass. I don't know where to fit that in, but I, it's just something that just came to me. Well, and and on the reverse of that, there are some people. I believe there's um, mental illnesses where it there people can't help but being rude. It's just yeah, it's a mental and and they and it's it's so so rewind a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Stop observing the people around you, other than to learn from them. Mm-hmm. But don't judge them. Right. Let them be. Like if you need to interrupt a scenario in which there's, you know, an injustice happening, certainly interrupt it. But but settle the situation down and then let it be. Don't don't make it go further. Mm-hmm. You know, get everyone to safety and then. All right. Let's 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 be adults here and love one another and figure out how we can learn from this. Um, to, to look at others and say they're doing this or they're doing this, like that's taking the focus off of yourself Mm. and love, love puts the others first and thinks about itself, how it is relating to others. How, how can I best serve this person who's being rude? How can I best let my light so shine before this person so as to bless them and benefit them? Or instead of how can I get this person to stop? Like the best way to the best way to overcome evil is with good. Mm. So we love we use love to overcome wrongdoings. That's what love does. Love goes to a cross without once retaliating and fighting back and dies unjustly for no cause. Hmm. Yeah, and you know it makes me think of uh, it's. Um, <laughs> I forgot what it's called now, but uh, for work, I, when I started my last job, we had to go through a training. Um, like uh, it was like for prevention of sexual abuse and, and just abuse in the workplace. Um, I don't know why I can't think of the name of 
that of what it is. But one of the things that I remember um, is that they talked about what do you do if you see somebody being harassed? Harassment. That's what what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Harassment. Um, and they said that you know don't try to stop it as it's happening or not that you don't stop don't don't try to fight it try to if you see somebody being harassing uh, another coworker or, or whatever you just you you take that person you try to um distract that person who's who's harassing the other and kind of say hey can you help me with this and and you you kind of Divert their attention. You di- divert their attention to yourself. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. Yeah, I think that yeah. goes along with not being self-seeking. And and then the person who was being harassed has the choice to do what they will, but they're free from the harm that was being done to them in that moment. Yeah. And right. If, if if they wish to seek you know, um, intervention because of that action mm-hmm. or that event, then they can do so. They can file their grievance or whatever. Yeah. I, I think it also, I'm trying to think if they, I th- uh, there's also the, when you're talking to that person that was creating that harassment, um, afterwards you can, ki- you know, you bring it up to them. Hey, I, I don't know if that was. That wasn't very cool. Uh, yeah, that wasn't quite, that wasn't really cool of what mm. you were doing. Uh, it, it, you know, it bothered me, and I, I, I don't think you could speak on the per, the, the pers- other person's behalf. No, but, but you you can say how it made you. What what you observed and what you you got out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the and that's, well, isn't that the Matthew eighteen passage? You know, oh, um, yeah. if someone does you wrong, approach them, and if they don't listen, go to them with another, and if they don't listen to that, then go to them with the elders. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's there's a process to, you know, if if you're in the workplace, you know, talk to them first. And if it doesn't resolve, bring your supervisor. And if that doesn't resolve, go to, you know what I mean? Mm. The next step. But usually in the workplace, it once you go to your supervisor, it gets dealt with pretty quick. Yeah, it should. As it should. As, as long as you as long as everybody's doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. So one last thing about being rude. Um the message says something that is different than it doesn't use the word rude. And I, th- I just want to talk about it. It says it doesn't always force itself on others. Mm. So love doesn't always force itself on others. Yeah. And what I think that it it gives a different perspective. And it, w- was there another translation that says isn't always me first? Um. Yeah. Uh, oh, was that the self-seeking the part self-se- of the yes. message? That's mm-hmm. right. Um, doesn't force itself upon others. That's like, um, well, just like we were talking about earlier, kind of like jumping into someone's world without being invited. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 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 It's a very aggressive. Uh, it. When you say rude, it, it could be in passing. Um, when you say force yourself on somebody that that feels a little more uh trying to be dominant over somebody mm. and uh yeah mm. just gives another perspective it does 
Do you have any other thoughts on self-seeking? I know we talked a lot about being rude and that kind of that kind of uh, went along with with not being self-seeking. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about what it means. Like, what's the consequence of being self-seeking? Like looking out for number one, like what? What's the result? Hmm. And all the things that you could gain material wise will pale in comparison to what you lose in relationship Mm -hmm. because what actually is of value in this world is the people and the love that we give to one another that's what is actually a value we have all of these resources and these resources mean nothing without love Mm -hmm. without compassion without generosity without giving uh, all of all of that and and being self-seeking takes away in essence the very center of who you are Mm. because you as a child of the most high uh, the scriptures call us the sons and daughters of god uh you as being a a creation of source um you are not Mm. self-seeking Mm-hmm. This is not how you were made. And it doesn't seem that to be self-seeking is kind of a trap. It really is. Because if, you, if you're just looking out for yourself and you're trying to appease yourself and make yourself happy, it's a never-ending cycle. Like you're, you're always going to need more. You're always going to want mm. more. You're always going to need that next thing. And really when we turn it around and start looking – outward towards other people that's when we find our that's when we're actually fulfilled yeah like when we try to fulfill ourselves it's just never ending we just we have to what's the next thing we got to fulfill ourselves with and mm-hmm. um that didn't really fulfill me I, what what else can fulfill me i i need something else but then if we're giving out giving to somebody else who's in need or or just looking out for somebody else then that is the true that truly fulfills that desire and actually, it does help you. What were you saying? I think uh, before we started the podcast, there was a was there a shirt that your your son bought or? Oh yes. So uh, my kids went to a youth group in South Amherst at one point, and uh, one of the giveaways was a shirt, and it said Joy J O Y, and Joy was an acronym for Jesus first, others second, you third. Um. And then on the back of the shirt, it says, I am third. Mm. And this idea of, you know, there, there's a hierarchy of where we give priority. Mm-hmm. And we're not at the top of the list, according to that T-shirt. Right. Well, you know, I do see that. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. I, I, I see another way, or you could look at it another way. I could look at it as we love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that is by loving others, and in doing, we love ourselves. Dude, you are a genius. <laughs> I never looked at that shirt that way. No? A new way to look at it. Yeah, you know, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Mm. Well, I, I think that's all the time we have for today. I think that's all, it, yeah. that's all the time we so, got. Yeah, so we're, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, 
We do appreciate you listening this week, and we do request that uh, if you do did got something out of this episode, just give us a, a like or a, a follow on your podcast. So, and uh, on Spotify, you can hit the bell, and then you'll be notified whenever a new podcast comes. And then you can listen to us whenever uh, you can get a new episode of listening to Matt and Seth. So uh, we do appreciate it, and you take care. Bye now. Have a good one.